So, the thing is, I haven't, I don't know when I came on here last. I always forget to check, and I'm, like, always wondering, like, how long has it been? But I don't think it's been as long as I usually take between each take. I mean, take between each recording. But, um, I just feel like, the thing, like, I feel like I have a lot on my heart and my mind and, like, my spirit. It just feels heavy. Um, I feel like... You know how you just keep finding yourself in the same place? Like, you keep, like, it's not like, it's not like uh, you're not trying to get out of that cycle. It's failed attempts, multiple failed attempts. And you just find yourself back in the same position again. And each time you end up back in that same position, you think a little bit more. And you wonder a little bit more. (laughs) Like what's going on and then you start I'm at the point where I'm wondering how much how many more times do I have to feel this because it's almost like you keep learning that same circle I mean cycle until you figure out how to get out of it um you figure out what it is and I, I I truly believe that the way out every time is complete and utter reliance on God like you in, in submission, saying, I literally cannot do it. Can you do it for me? And and, uh, and continuously doing that. Um, it's Some of this stuff is just, it's really tough. Like, it actually is. And sometimes I get mad at myself and frustrated with myself. But this, at the end of the day, this stuff is not easy. Like, it's so many different things that, like, I'm facing and, yeah, there's people that are going through worse things, and of course, and there was also worse seasons of my life, but it's, that does not negate the fact that this is tough. You know, this is not easy, uh, especially for me. The, everything that I've been through up until this point, um, I'm drained. I'm tired. I really just, I want a break of everything just working out. And I think a lot of people feel that way. I think that's a common feeling of like dang like you know I I don't want to do this today you know like I just I want everything to just work out you know what I mean like sometimes it's exhausting sometimes there are days though that you have hope and you're excited like yeah I'm gonna make this work I'm gonna figure this out and da 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 you feel so motivated and then there's just days like this where you feel defeated and that's just all a part of the process and it's I feel like it's it's very important to be gentle with yourself and say, "Hey, and this is me talking to myself, <laughs> but and just say, "Hey, you know it, it is hard, you know, validate like that that's the thing about me i I crave validation, I really do, and I truly believe that God is hearing me out and he 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 is validating me, he's saying, yeah, it is tough and and that's why I'm right here with you." And I I feel like I just I, I I sort of ignore that and I don't pay attention to that and because in my mind I'm thinking okay but um you're putting me through this so like you know what's good <laughs> like it's like he's holding both parts like it's like imagine you're in a relationship with an abusive person right and 
not saying that God is abusive. That's maybe that's too far fetched. I mean, I'll just say that whatever. Imagine that you're in a relationship with a abusive partner, and he's, you know, hitting you every day, but he's also comforting you. You know what I mean? Like he'll hit you, and then the next minute he's like, "I'm so like, it's gonna be okay." You know, life is tough. Da da da. He's by your side, healing you through that pain that he, you know, put you through. And, I mean, this sounds like a very weird way of thinking, but this is just kind of what my mind says right now. And and truthfully, like, if I, I mean, who's to judge me? Like, like, besides God. And God knows all my inner parts and he understands me. And therefore, he understands what I'm trying to get at, you know? But sometimes it feels like that with God, like he's dishing this out and allowing this, but still comforting me. But it's all, I feel as though it's all about your perception of it because crazy enough. Okay, so in Matthew, or is that Matthew? Uh, No, it's actually in Luke. So in Luke, uh, I'm trying to really remember what verse it is, but okay. I'm just going to say the the idea. Basically, Lazarus, Lazarus had died, right? No, no, Lazarus was sick. But he ended up dying, but whatever. He, uh, he was sick, right? And Martha and Mary were caught, well, hitting up Jesus like, yo, pull up. Like, Lazarus is about to die. I know, like, you can heal. Like, come heal him. You know what I mean? You know, like, pull up. And it said... Because because Jesus loved Martha and Mary, he stayed a two two extra days. Like he didn't pull up for two extra days. And and it's like he loved them, so he didn't pull up. Like you know what I mean? Like what? That doesn't make sense. But I think our idea of love is a lack of pain. Which is not true. You know what? I think I just really realized something. True love is not the absence of pain. And that's probably... That's where a lot of us get confused. True love actually endures pain. It says that in First Corinthians... You know, the I don't remember which verse. I never remember the actual verse, but I remember what it's about. So it's that in First Corinthians it talks about what love actually is. And it says that love, you know, love is patient love is love is patient, love is kind. You know, love endures all things, hopes all things. You know how painful it is to endure all things. So love actually it there is pain in loving someone truly truly loving someone there is pain and I, i'm gonna be honest i think that i run from loving somebody like truly loving somebody and crazy enough i co- i think i want to be loved um but it, i don't think it's i don't i think that it's, i want to be loved but truth of the matter is I don't think love is what I'm actually wanting 
I think I'd be, I want, this sounds sick, but this is a fact of the matter. <laughs> I think I want to be worshipped. Not worshipped, maybe that's not right. I can't, maybe I, I can't, I just really can't think of what I want. But I, it's not true love. True love, to be truly loved is to sacrifice oneself for the sake of another. Repeatedly. To continuously sacrifice oneself for the sake of the other, right? Um, and maybe, honestly, I, I do want some parts of that, right? Um, maybe I, I mean, you know what? Maybe I do want to be loved. <laughs> I think about it. But I want to be loved without loving, too. I run from loving somebody. I run from, men, like, all these men that I, I talk to, I, I see their flaws, and I'm... I'm out of there. I'm ready to go. I do not want to deal with that. And because I feel like, especially in America, we have this mindset that there's somebody better out there. You know? Oh, I almost threw up. (laughs) And then you see, like, all the, like, especially when I get on TikTok and stuff, like, like, I'll see videos like, oh, if he wanted to, he would. If he wanted to, he would. Like, saying that, if a man really loved you, if he really cared about you, he would do these things, right? Um, I kind of lost my train of thought. I forgot what I was trying to say. But anyway, maybe, you know, God didn't want me to realize that right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I think I honestly be, I run from love. Oh, you know, everything's coming back. I feel like I run from from loving a man truly because we're and like that's the thing like even though I'll stay I'm not loving them it's still a very selfish reason as to why I'm staying in contact with them um and the thing truth of the matter is like I don't I want them to love me first and then I'll love them back I don't want to, like, sacrifice myself and be let down. And, like, I, I'm going to be so honest right now. Like, I just feel like I'm in the dark. Like, one minute I feel like, hey, you know, maybe I can start doing this and then it'll work out. Or maybe I can do this and then it'll work out. And I, by work out, I'm talking about failed relationships. And I feel like I keep doing that. And I'll keep doing, like, I'll keep coming up with new ideas. Okay, maybe I can do this and then it'll work out. And it's just like, every time it's like, nope, mm-mm, nope, mm-mm, nope. And it's like, okay, at what point do I just know, okay, this is not it, right? For me, it's so hard for me to see that. And I honestly feel like whenever you fall into sexual sin, that's when your blinders are on like you literally cannot even discern anything and it's like it's so hard to hear what God's saying because like in my I can really think God's telling me to be with a man that he could possibly not he could have been telling me that that's not the man and the way he's telling me is that it's not working out and it's so confusing because like relationships are gonna are gonna be hard at some point 
um, how do you differentiate between like a relationship just being hard because it's a relationship and y'all are trying to learn to love yourselves and then loving the person, whatever. Or if God, like, how do you know if God is saying, hey, get out of this relationship versus, you know, that's just a part of y'all's growth. And that's what I have a hard time differentiating between, like, is this is this God saying no? And that's the thing, like, I see videos all the time saying, like, you know, God's telling you to get out of that and you're just ignoring all the, like, all the times he told you that. Um... I'm gonna keep it a buck, like, ugh, sorry, I'm yawning, um, but, I'm gonna keep it a buck, like, I really don't be knowing, you know, if God is telling me to dip or stay, my good judgment is literally so freaking clouded, I can switch between day, each day, like, one day I'll feel like yes, one day I'll feel like no, and you know what, I've heard that maybe, that that's the sign that, like, God is not the author of confusion. Um, and so if you are confused and you don't have that sense of peace, then that's like God saying no. That's not it. But at that point, it's like, okay, and so how do I get out of this? Because I literally feel, I feel shackled down. Like, I feel like I've tried to leave so many times, and and it's so hard that I literally don't know what to do. And it's so crazy because this is the same thing. This is giving me, like, you know, very much, like, what do you call that? This is giving me the same vibes that I have with my ex. And so it's just, like, I'm getting scared, like, the same thing was happening with my ex. Like, I could not leave. Like, it literally felt like... Imagine, like, you're you're standing on a... Like... <gasps> Sorry. You're standing right... You're standing up, right? And you're literally chained to the same spot. Like, you're literally chained there. Like, no matter what, you just cannot get out. And, like, I'm saying, like, for real, I be really trying everything. And so it's to a point where I get so frustrated and, like, to a point where I lose hope. Like, bruh, it's been more than a year I want out. Like, I literally want out. And it's so weird because it's like I'm at a war with myself because, like, and like, like the, there's two parts of myself. Like, one day... I can, I'll really convince myself that, okay, this is okay, like, I'll be fine, you know what I mean, like, we could just be friends, next thing you know, we end up having sex, right, and so, then I'm back at square one, and I'm just like, bruh, there, I was literally, before that, I was telling myself that I can leave, and then I'll relapse one day, and then it's just like, on, like, it's like, I fall back into it, yeah. I cut it off. <sighs> I cut it off, and then I relapse, and then it's like, it just, that cycle keeps, keeps on repeating. Like, it's so freaking hard to, like, let go of this. And it's hard, it's, like, heart-wrenching because I 
really do want to be married. Like, I want to be married and have a, like, I, like, I just feel like, you know, having somebody to live life with, that's something I crave so much. And so, like, it just hurts that no matter what I do, I keep failing. And it just seems like I won't ever get there. And it feels like God's punishing me, like, because, you know, I haven't left this. That's kind of how it feels. Like, you know, sometimes people say, like, you have to close that door in order to enter the next door. And truthfully, that's kind of how it happened with my ex. Like, I didn't meet that next guy, which is the last, the last two recordings is about the other guy that I met after my ex. I didn't meet him until I completely left my ex. Like, and the crazy part is, is that when I met him, I wasn't fully over my ex. Like, I wasn't over my ex really at all, but I just knew I had to leave. And meeting that new guy is really what propelled me to leave the old one. I mean, to leave my ex, like, to actually move on from my ex. Um, And I'm going to be honest, like, I feel like I need that. Like, it sounds crazy. And I I mean, it's not a, it's a very unpopular opinion that, like, it's like a rebound relationship, but whatever. But, like, for me, that's literally what I need. Like, it's it's legitimately so hard to move on. Like, it's like, it seems like no matter what I try, it takes one day for me to be like, oh, maybe I should just hit him up. And then I'll hit him up and then. After that, it just slow. It gets like, like, like I start not wanting to seem so wishy washy. Um, but I feel like I'm about to switch gears real quick. I feel like talking about this. The other guy, the, I mean, the, the guy that the other two snaps, whatever not snaps recordings have been about, is I don't I can't tell if he's like a narcissist. And, like, what I, honestly, I don't know if narcissists are, narcissists are narcissists all around, like, in every relationship, or, you know, some relationships to bring out the worst in people or something like that. I don't know. Well, oh, sorry. I guess I'm getting tired. But, um, some, like, things, some things he do, he does, he, there's things that he does that, just give me very much narcissistic vibes. Like, for example, if I say, if I say, yo, like, this is a great example because this actually happened today. I'll say, man, this relationship is toxic. He'll say, nope. What are you talking about? Why are you trying to say it's toxic? It's not toxic at, at all. Um, which, I mean, it's a possibility he might legitimately feel that way. And that's totally fine. But if, if somebody came to me and said, yo, it's cold outside, but in my mind, it was hot outside, the proper response isn't, yo, what, are you crazy? Like, it's hot. I mean, like, people do do that because it's not that deep. It's just the temperature. But, you know, imagine that person keeps saying that. Like, they say that every day. At some point, you're going to be like, wait, like, why do you think it's cold outside? You know, what's going on with you? Why do you feel that way? And 
and hear them out. And maybe then you could maybe see, okay, oh, I can see how you see that. I can see how you thought it was cold outside. That's because you were standing in the sun. I don't, I mean, you were standing in the shade. I don't know, and I was standing in the sun. And so our perception was different, but what you're feeling is completely valid, valid, I mean, valid, what? Valid. (laughs) What you're feeling is completely valid. And I feel like, oh, dude does not do that. Like, he will not. It takes so much for him to just be like, huh, I can see where you're coming from. Like, and when he finally says it, it's like, dang, bro, like. It's like I was pulling teeth to get you to say, like, oh, I can see how you feel that way. Like, it, the weird part about it is, like, that's not even, in my opinion, that's not that hard to do. And so, like, whenever you're, me- you're talking to a narcissist or something, you can it's hard for me to tell. Like, this is just for me. I don't know. I'm talking for other people. But it's hard for me to tell if, like, are you really that disconnected or like are you do you genuinely feel that way or are you manipulating like like for example i'm just basically i guess i'm basically thinking about i mean describing being gaslit or like somebody gaslighting because like imagine you say like like this is i'm just gonna say a legitimate example uh i think i talked about it in, in the other recording but basically i said uh I say he's playing games with me, which is a very valid, I mean, valid feeling because he wants to have sex with me. He wants to uh, talk all day, every day, not all day, every day, but he wants to text all day and then call me after work and talk every day, show me his FaceTime me and show me his son and his uh, apartment. I mean, not apartment. What the heck? He lives with his parents. Show me around his house and all that. And then talk about how he's not ready for a relationship right and so I I was saying in a jokingly matter you know you're playing with me you're playing with me and this is me super settling like I don't even feel it's to the point where I don't even feel comfortable like I'm scared to bring up my concerns and my concerns are so valid like the way I feel is so, it makes so much sense. Any woman in my situation, and that's, a, oh, this is a random fact, but that's another thing that he does is that he acts like I'm the only one that acts like that. Like, you're the only one who feels that way. No other woman feels that way. Like, what? Um, anyway, anyway, and he'll be like, you're not, you're the only one that, that acts like that. Like, not every woman acts like that. Um, but, to my knowledge, any woman, like, let's just think about a a very basic thing. Any woman that's being cheated on is going to feel a way. Now, yeah, maybe in other cultures, cultures that's normal, like being a concubine or something like that. But in a normal monogamous type of relationship, any woman will feel a way if she found out her man was cheating on her. So the the way he'll, he'll, like, make it seem is like, What's wrong with you? Like, you're the only girl that's, like, so reactionary to that. Like, why are you reacting so much to that? Uh, bruh, men are so freaking annoying, I swear. Like, who even thinks of that? Like, how, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, is he, 
does he legitimately feel that way? Like, that's what I'd be wondering. Like, do, do you really feel that way? Or are you saying that to keep me con- confused and keep me talking to you? Because the only way that, that narcissists feel like you'll keep talking to them is if you're manipulated into doing so. Like, they don't think that they're... And this is what I've read online. Who knows the real reason why they do it? But they don't think that they're good enough to be with you and therefore they manipulated you into doing it so they don't think you they deserve you so they they finesse they trick you into you know talking to them like otherwise if you knew the truth of who they were you would not talk to them right it's basically it's also similar to like people somebody selling you a product that you just do not want you don't want that product at all right and they use all these different manipulative tactics. Like, there are so many different manipulative tactics. Tactics. I can't even say that. Um, there's so many different manipulative tactics that uh, salesmen use or, like, business owners use. Like, even down to the T of, like, colors. Like, some colors sell more and stuff like that. Or they'll... <clears throat> the way they'll phrase their sentences or their questions and stuff like that will sort of manipulate you. Or also, like, imagine those, like, uh, charities, and they tell you the super sob story. And if you knew the truth of the organization, you wouldn't give, right? And so they 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 create this super sad thing to make you give your money up, right? Um, So... Like the I I truthfully b- believe that the human mind is so easy to manipulate, and it's so it's kind of scary because like every day you go out in this world, there's potential that like everybody you come into contact with is trying to manipulate you, or there's a chance that no one is and everybody's genuine and you just don't know, like or it's like every other person you interact with is manipulative. You don't know. And once you're caught under somebody's manipulation, it, you, ugh, your reality it, is just obliterated. Like, you don't even know what's going on. Like, do I even really want these shoes or do I have these shoes on because I was tricked into wanting them? You know what I mean? Like, do I even like my hair like this or was I tricked by my hairdresser to get the most expensive style? You know what I mean? Um... But anyway, like, as for in this relationship, at this point, like, each day that pa- <laughs> each day, I sound like I'm going through it. <laughs> I mean, I am, but, you know, <laughs> that's funny. So, anyway, um, each day, I feel like, I, I more and more feel like he's a narcissist. Because I feel like when I interact with narcissists, I over-explain myself. And, and you know, funny thing is, is that today i was um texting him on my laptop so like we end up having an argument on the phone and i end up blocking him but i can still see his messages on my laptop and um it was just i'm trying to think of what he was saying to invalidate my feelings i don't know i think i was like over explaining myself or something and that's what happens with narcissists because they will not validate your feelings at all and so you'll find yourself trying to get them to validate it like bro why don't you get this 
So you keep typing up all this stuff or explaining, over explaining, trying to get them to just say, oh, yeah, bro, I know what you mean. Um, and they lack empathy. So they literally it's to the point where they just literally don't know what you're talking about. Like they can't even fathom what you're experiencing. It's just it's crazy, honestly. It's um, I can't think of that word, <laughs> but like. Honestly, if I wasn't in it, like if I wasn't feeling all the emotions from it, it'd be very interesting to study. Like, what is going on? <laughs> There's a TikTok sound that says that, like, do you ever wonder, like, do you ever just look at somebody and wonder what is going on in their mind? Like, that's how I feel about old dude, because I'm just like, what, how are you not getting this? But anyway, we were like arguing on uh my laptop like I was able to see the messages and we have a little argument I just found myself over explaining myself like yeah you're just this in the third and I mean not you're just this in the third and like the crazy part is is that I'm such a genuine nice person I'm just really gassing myself but I am I mean I'm I'm a nice person I try to see the good in people I don't want to hurt people's feelings no matter how much they're hurting me um and so I I can't bring myself, like, sometimes I'm like, bruh, I literally want to get revenge. And, like, I'll start off saying mean stuff, but I'll slowly turn it down, tone it down. And I'll just be like, you know, but, like, everybody makes mistakes, and, you know, it's okay. But anyway, I was typing up, like, over-explaining myself, like, low-key in, the, in the, my depths inside of me, I wanted the validation, right? And... I was just like, bruh, I just like, I ended off, I sent many, many paragraphs and I ended off by saying like, man, I really miss having a, a man who validates my feelings. Like, and that's the thing when I was with my ex, yeah, he, he was super trash. (laughs) I don't want to call him trash. That's not nice. But he was falling short in a lot of areas like cheating. He smoked all the time, which I mean, to each his own, but I feel like if, I feel like smokers should be with smokers. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not talking about cigarettes. I'm talking about weed. It's like, smokers should be with smokers and not smokers should be with not smokers. But besides the point, he would hang out with a lot of girls. She'd do that, bop, bop, bop. But the thing about him, I don't know why I said bop, bop, bop. (laughs) But the thing about him is that my feelings were validated all the time. Like, he's like, yeah, what I'm doing is so messed up. Like, I completely understand, like, it's to the point where he'll be like, I don't even want to say sorry no more because it probably doesn't mean anything. Like, he was really just struggling with his own demons. And he would make it clear that him struggling with his demons was not a reflection of me. Like, he would continuously try to get help me to see that. He And he never folded. He never, like, there was never a time where he made it seem like like I was actually just not that cute and that's why he did it or I wasn't enough and that's why he did it he was always very good at like saying nah it was all me and that's something that truthfully I overlooked at the time like I did not see how valuable that was until I ended up with somebody that did not validate my feelings and I mean oh dude is just a trash as my ex if not worse but 
on top of that, he doesn't validate, validate my feelings. So it's literally sickening. It's like the worst. Like, I actually really don't vibe with you. So this is, I'm the only, the only person I'm telling this to is my podcast right now. Um, I have not told anybody this, what I'm about to say. I haven't said it yet, but I have not told any. Let me check how much time I got left. Because, girl, I'm really enjoying this. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I really needed to. Sometimes I just really need to talk to somebody. And I, I ain't really got no friends. So, like, so, boom, you know, I get to talk here. <laughs> but, anyway, I have 30 more minutes to talk. So, it's a dub. I'm so excited. <laughs> but, anyway, so, I haven't told anybody this. But I'm going to tell my po- podcast listeners, if anybody even listens to this, or my future self, or, I don't know, if anybody ever find this. But, anyway. Recently, I started back talking to my ex. Um, so, boom, I relapsed. <laughs> no, but seriously, I started talking back to my ex because this guy, this other guy, is literally driving me into a wall. Like, it's to the point where it's not good. Like, I was not feeling, I was not feeling okay. And it was like, it's to the point where, I need to talk to somebody and the thing about my ex is he is always there for me like no matter what and like I'm honestly scared for the day that he's not like that man is something else and like truth of the matter is he is not perfect don't get me wrong like I don't I really don't think we ever be together again because too much stuff happened in the past and like on top of that, he 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 has his demons. Let's just call him his demons. Let's call him his demons. But anyway, I recently started back talking to my ex. And it's like, like, it's to the point, like, I, like, it's to the point where I've been so deprived of having my feelings unvalidated, invalidated, <laughs> invalidated. Yeah, having my feelings invalidated that I really need to talk to somebody, like, because another thing is, is that, and this is no shade to my mom or anything, but she doesn't validate my feelings, like, sometimes she does, sometimes she does, but, like, majority of the time, if I hit her up and say, hey, I'm feeling really bummed out today, or I'm burnt out, or I'm depressed, or I'm anxious, her response is not, I can see how you how you feel anxious in that moment. I can see how you feel depressed. That's not really that's rarely ever her response. And I I know that is good intentions and I don't think she realizes how much validation means to me. And this is the other thing. I don't know if everybody's like this. I honestly don't know, but not having my feelings validated is the worst for me. That is like my least favorite thing. Like that's my number one on the list. Which is probably why I stayed with my ex so long. Because that's probably all I just want. Just to be validated. And maybe that's because throughout my childhood, I wasn't validated. Because not only does my mom not validate my feelings. I don't even think my dad attempts to. Not that he attempts to. But, like, I don't even think we. I gave him the opportunity to. Like, I never talked to him about my problems or anything. Um, I feel like he just sort of gives advice. Like... I'll say, like, I'm really feeling down about this, da, da, da. He could say, he'll say, like, well, 
this person like he'll just analyze it and kind of like say maybe why that person is doing that or something like that he won't really say hmm that's tough you know you know you need a hug you know what I mean like that is very tough like you, you know how are you holding up that type of thing you know or if I was in that situation I don't know how I would deal with that I don't know stuff like that but anyway what am I trying to say um oh yeah my mom doesn't really validate my feelings she will sort of say like it's always like it's always my fault like she'll be like are you praying enough though maybe you're not praying enough or you're not being grateful enough or you're thinking too negative or you're like you know it's always something that I'm doing wrong which is definitely possible I'm not saying that that's not possible that's most likely a factor for sure you know what I mean? Like, I'm probably, I'm most, every time that's just going wrong, I'm probably contributing to it to some extent. You know what I mean? If not 100%. But in those moments where you're feeling broken and sad about something that's happening to you or something that you're experiencing, you want to, there's a moment of time where you need to be that victim. You, you like, that is a, a process of, like, healing. And there's just times where you just you just deserve to be like hurt heard and and understood and say and and be told that yeah that's completely valid like yes i see how you can feel that way like i really get it now what can we do to prevent this from happening again because i really don't like you feeling that way you know that's a different type of approach i feel like validation is literally the first step and then, and I, truthfully, I think counselors actually use that approach. Like, if you go to them and say, the worst thing happened to me, like, for example, I remember I used to go counseling. I tell my roommate, I mean, I tell my counselor that my roommate is crossing my boundaries. And her first instinct isn't like, you need boundary help. Her first instinct is to hear me out and be like, wow, mm that's not very nice of her but in the back of her mind yeah she knows that I can have better boundaries of course right but that's not the first thing she says right but that she's a professional but anyway let's I've bounced to a lot of different topics what I was really trying to get at is that let me what I was really originally trying to get at is when I was on my laptop today and I was texting oh dude and I'm just like over explaining myself And I had this moment, I don't even know what prompted me to look at this, but all of a sudden I was like looking at, like on my laptop, I have a Mac. So like whenever you take screenshots, I don't know if it's just my Mac, but this is how my screenshot situation works. So when I take screenshots, it goes to my desktop. And so it's just a bunch of little, like they're very tiny and I can't really see the image unless I click it. And so I can kind of see the image, though, like like a little bit, like maybe the structured image. Like I can probably see if it's a picture of me versus like a screenshot of my messages. And that's the thing is a screenshot of messages. So I was like, hmm, what's that? You know, I probably haven't looked at it in years or whatever. So I clicked it and it was a screenshot of my ex, me and my ex arguing. And this was a time that he violated. I think this had to be there's like two or three things that he did that like I just feel like was so grimy and this is one of them I don't even know if this is the top of the list if this is the number one grimy thing or if the other thing is the number one grimy thing 
I don't I don't even think I'm ready to say what it was because it was literally it was just it was trash and there's so much stuff that it, it that it ties into and it's just such a long story so anyway anyway besides the point we were arguing about the grimy thing and I was just saying like bro how could you ever do this like what in the world like why would you do this like I, I remember like not I just could not understand why he did what he did like I it was not clicking and now that I think back to it, I get it I kind of get it he was nah I don't get it no 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 because like the thing is I get because basically he didn't tell me something he didn't tell me the truth about something and so I guess I get the fact that he didn't want to hurt me but the thing is, he could have done some things to, pre- to prevent if I have to. But it probably was just laziness. I don't know. Like, he had a whole, he had months to try to make something shake. I don't know how to explain it, but whatever. Um. Anyway. That's a whole nother thing, <laughs> cause we're talking about validating feelings. And my ex was an A plus in this, and oh, dude, it's not. But that doesn't mean that my ex is better than the other dude. If that makes sense. So anyway, back to the screenshot. The screenshot was me saying like, "How could you ever do this?" Blah blah. blah. And his response was extremely validating. Like it was like, "Yo, what I did was horrible. Like I have no excuse as to what I for what." have no excuse for what I did. It was horrible, and I apologize. And I'm going to take the precautions to try to try to fix this in the best way I can. Because at this point, there's nothing, not much I can do. But, you know, I'm going to try to do anything I can, right? And then on top of that, the last message was like, hey, earlier... I saw that my tone made it seem like this. Made it seem like you. No, no, no. Yeah, I remember what he said. I like earlier in the message. In the message earlier, I mean, it made it. I mean, ugh, in the message earlier, my tone made it seem like you were crazy for feeling the way you felt, and I apologize for that. That right there is. That's, like, literally the best thing for me. (laughs) Like, I don't even know. And I think also, since I have been deprived from that so long, like, with this other guy, that seeing that literally was, like, bro, oh, my gosh. Like, you have a new privacy suggestion. Oh, sorry. Um got email but anyway yeah I was just like wow like this is what I'm talking about it it also it kind of made me realize that like okay I'm not tripping it made it like clear as day that oh dude like this new guy is not validating my feelings and like I thought I was tripping like that's the thing about narcissists or whatever I don't want I don't know if he's a narcissist or not but I'm gonna for now for the sake of this conversation that man is a narcissist. So <laughs> the way narcissists are, they will make you seem like you're tripping. 
like you want too much validation or you're too emotional or you you're too this you're too that like when a healthy person will completely necessarily a healthy person but a non-narcissistic person would be able to understand how you feel the way you feel and narcissists they just don't get it they're just like why are you being so emotional like why do you care so much like like yeah like they're literally confused and that's what i'm trying to say like i don't know if they are just that slow like they are really just not getting it or they're playing with you you know what i mean like they're 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 they know that they know how you could feel that way but they just so programmed to act like they don't know or act like they don't care they're so programmed to do that that they can't uh Dang, I'm just sitting here thinking about all the toxic people I attracted. But anyway, um, I don't remember what I was saying. But I'm pretty sure that thought was pretty uh, much finished. I don't know. But yeah, so my stomach hurts really, really bad. I don't know what's going on. I've been eating horrible food lately. So that's probably just payback. Um, anyway, uh, <sighs> okay, so tired, but, like, I don't feel like not talking anymore. I'm really trying to get this off my chest, because, bro, this is really messing me up. And, like, I feel like it's keeping me bound. Like, narcissists are probably used by the devil or something. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, manipulation, all this stuff. And it's even sicker because he throws God in there those are the worst like you really feel like something wrong with you <laughs> because he, they'll even throw God in there oh I feel like talking about this just because I want to validate myself because I didn't like this so boom um I don't even know how to put this because it sounds bad but I get where I get where I'm coming from. So anyway, he and I have a sexual relationship. Cool. So today we got an argument, and I don't know why, but like when I argue with guys, this is definitely like a sick way of thinking. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if it's a sick way of thinking, but it's like it's obviously from me being in abusive and toxic relationships. This is probably where this is rooted at, right? But basically, whenever I get in an argument with a guy, like, for whatever reason, it makes me want to have sex with them. Or not even me to have sex with them. Yeah, I guess I can word it like that. It makes me want to have sex with them. And so I told him that. And he's like, and this the, the crazy part is, like, this is a very true statement, what he said. And that's what makes it so sick. <laughs> I don't know how to explain this. But anyway, this is basically what he said. I said, yo, I don't know why. Like, I said, don't judge me, but this makes me want to have sex, right? And, you know, in the past, he would normally just, you know, say, yeah, me too, 
right? And we'll end up doing it or something. But I wasn't planning to do it. I just was just being honest, right? So I said that he was like, well, I don't want to have sex with you. So you need to pray and denounce those feelings. Like, truth of the matter is, that is a very true statement. I do. I really do need to pray and denounce. But if somebody, if he sent me that, right, I'm going to say he needs to pray and denounce. But maybe I'm first going to ask, you know, what what, what do you think is causing that? I'm not going to boldface reject you. That's rude. Unless I'm mad at you or I'm, which I guess he was mad at me, but unless I'm trying to get revenge on you, like I'm trying to hurt you, like unless I'm trying to hurt you, that's it. I don't want to say I'm mad at you, but like, I'm just trying to hurt you. Um, I'm not going to just shut you down like that. I'm going to say like, you know, that's not good for us. Like, you know, there's a better way of wording it, in my opinion. You could just say, you know, that's not good for us. Or you could just say you know, why do you feel that way? Or you could say, you yeah, know, yeah, this is how we all, this is how we fall back into this. Like, I'm thinking about if I said that to my ex and me and him were trying not to have sex, he would not respond like that. He would be like, yo, you notice where, you know where this gets us. Like, let's try our hardest to not do this. If you want, we can pray later and we can talk about it. Um, or we can read the word together and try to help you to not feel that way. Not just pray, denounce it, you know what I mean? And for a second, I fell for it. And I was like, bro, like, I I was, like, triggered by it. I was like, what the heck? Like, I was off, like, annoyed because I was feeling like, you know, I felt like something was wrong with me. You know what I mean? And, that, and you know what? The lack of validation is what that causes like you start to think something's very wrong with you and and you start to put them on a pedestal like you start being like yo what the heck is wrong with me like why am I so emotional why am I so uh why do I need so much validation why do I uh like why do I switch up so much you know all these things you really start thinking all these things but I realized that like for example I end up buying a whole book that talks about managing your emotions right and not being reactionary and I realized that I'm only like that when I deal with narcissists so that book is very valuable to me but it's only it's only needed when I'm interacting with narcissists I'm not like that when it, when I'm with a interacting with a stable person. You know what I mean? Um and the thing is people do fall short from time to time. You know what I mean? But they don't they usually are able to admit their wrongs. <sighs> you know what? Sometimes narcissists will admit they they're wrong. Man, Oh, dude, rarely ever apologizes. And if he do, he apologizes for, he apologizes that you feel that way. He He's not going to apologize. I mean, basically, he apologizes that I feel the way I feel. He doesn't apologize for his wrongdoings. 
uh, that takes a lot from him. And the crazy part is, is that I used to talk to another narcissist like this. And he was driving me banana nuts. Oh, my goodness. Because, like, they love on you and then they just drop off. And you never get that back. And you keep trying to get them to do that again. And you find yourself in in the point where you trying to, like, you doing everything to try to get that back. It's almost like, it's 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 actually exactly like when somebody does crack and they chase that first. I heard that, like, whenever you smoke crack, like, that first high, you never experience that first high again. Or, like, it's super rare. Like, you probably will never experience such a high. And so crackheads spend all their time chasing that first high. And sadly, they don't ever experience it again, right? The same thing happens in a a narcissistic relationship. Like, they'll love bomb you and then and then uh you'll never experience it again and you find yourself doing everything under the under the moon and under the sun <laughs> you start trying to do anything everything to try to get that back and the crazy part cuz like the love bombing stage is incredible because you met the man of your dreams or so you thought or woman depending on who's listening to this. But you just met the person of your dreams. You're like, OMG, right? All of a sudden, that just drops off. Out of nowhere, right? So you're just like, did I do something? Did they do something? What is going on? And you just want that back. <sighs> I need to go to sleep. But uh, you just want that back. Like, you'll do it's to the point we start trying to do anything just to get that back. They'll ne- they will never give you that back. No matter what, you can you can literally stop talking to them for years, right? Still, they will not give you that back. You know, and you think is you might you might look around and go to another love bomb stage, but I highly doubt it'd be as good as that first stage unless they took you through hell and back. Then they might, you know, do you another love bomb stage. Just to get you back hooked. Because that will get you hooked. Um, Like, literally, <laughs> for like a being support group, I've been hooked on my narcissist for a year now. <laughs> this whole year, though, I keep trying to cut him off. And when I stop talking to him, it's, it's still me. Try, it's still, an, it's actually me doing another thing to try to get him back like I'm thinking okay maybe the 30 day no contact rule will get him to come back Mm-mm. he will never do that again and uh and that's something I gotta keep reminding myself of uh it, it gives me peace cause like it, it it helps me realize that like first of all I do have control and second of all, it's an illusion. I don't really like him that much. You know, I, it's not even, I, like, he's not even all that. <laughs> There's other guys out there way better than old dude. So, um, 
yeah, in every way. So he's really not all that, so I'm not losing anything. But the way those narcissists set up the whole thing is they make it seem like they are really that perfect person for you and you're missing out because something's wrong with you. Oh, I'm at 55 minutes, so... It, oh my gosh, I got out of the app. But yeah, I'm getting super tired. I'm at 50, 56 minutes now, so... I'm about to go to sleep. It's like almost 3 a.m. Um, So, yeah, it was nice talking. I really appreciate anybody that listened to this or made it this far. I really do. And also, I just love that I have this platform. It just... I need some, I be needing somebody to talk to. So if you listen to this, thank you. I needed you. I need somebody to talk to. It's not good to uh, sit around with all these thoughts in my head. You feel You feel me? So anyway, thanks for listening. And I'm going to call it a night. Good night. And bye.